Welcome back, everybody. Hope you all are having a great day. Welcome back to Blake's Take, local national sports. You know the deal. Let's get right into it with some big, big NFL news today. Right out of the NFL with Philip Rivers announcing his retirement after his 17-year career as one of the most prolific quarterbacks in NFL history. Rivers, who spent this past season with the Indianapolis Colts after 16 years with the Los Angeles Chargers, formerly known as the San Diego Chargers, said this statement said in a statement Wednesday that playing quarterback in the NFL was his childhood dream. While Rivers never played in the Super Bowl, he still had a remarkable NFL career as he ranks fifth in NFL history with 63,440 passing yards behind only Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Brett Favre. The eight-time Pro Bowler also in fifth in league history with 421 touchdown passes, again only behind Brady, Brees, Manning, and Favre. Pretty elite group to be a part of, in my respect. Rivers said in a statement that he wanted to announce his retirement on January 20th, which is the Roman Catholic Church's feast day for the St. Sebastian, often referred to as the patron saints for athletes. Every year, January 20th is a special and emotional day, Rivers said. It is Saint's it's St. Sebastian's Feast Day, the day I played in the NF- AFC Championship without an ACL, a- ACL, and now the day that after 17 seasons, I'm going to be announcing my retirement from the National Football League. Thank you, God, for allowing me to live out and play my ho- childhood dream of playing quarterback in the NFL. Rivers passed for 4,169 yards and 24 touchdowns this past season, leading the Colts to an 11-5 record and a wildcard berth in the AFC playoffs. Rivers initially revealed his decision to the San Diego Union Tribune last night, Tuesday night, and told the newspaper that he intends to stick with his plan of coaching high school football down in Alabama. Last summer, he accepted the head coaching job at St. Michael Catholic High School in Fairhope, Alabama, where he hopes to coach his sons, just like his father coached him. He stated that I can't sit here and say, I can sit here and say, I can throw it. I love to play. And there will always be that there. But I'm excited to go coach high school football, football with my boys now. So an incredible career for one of the greats and what a historic legacy Philip Rivers will leave behind. Thank you, Philip, for all that you have done for this league. And I look forward to seeing how you will do and what all you will accomplish in the next chapter of your life. Thank you for all that you have contributed to the world of sports. As far as MLB, we have more big news in the world of this offseason and the incredible trades that are going on. With this time, outfielder George Springer and the Toronto Blue Jays agreeing to a six-year, $150 million contract. The contract would be the largest given out by the Blue Jays in franchise history. The only other contract that topped $100 million was the $126 million deal extension with Vernon Wells back in 06. Springer, the spark plug for the Houston Astros offense in the leadoff spot for the past four seasons, was one of the most coveted free agents on the market this offseason, with names such as Francisco Lindor and Blake Snell as well. He hit the team-high 14 home runs last season and added another four in this postseason as the Astros lost to the Tampa Bay Rays in the ALCS. 
before the pandemic shortened 2020 season, Springer hit 20 home runs in five of his previous six campaigns. He earned three straight All-Star nods from the 2017 to 2019 and was named World Series MVP in 2017 when the Astros beat the LA Dodgers, who are now this year's championships in the seven-game series. Since making his debut in 2014, Springer has been one of the most outbeat hitters out of the leadoff spot in all of baseball, ranking second in home runs with 136, third in RBIs with 352, and fourth in hits with 665. He also has hit a first-inning leadoff home run 39 times during his career. 39 leadoff home runs, holy smokes, which ranks fourth in American League history defensively Springer continues to be a very solid as any center fielder has ever been at age 31 and could easily slide over to either the corner outfield spot if needed the Blue Jays center fielders accounted for minus seven defensive runs saved in 2020 tying the New York Yankees for 26 in the MLB not too great there but Springer by himself accounted for six DRS as a center fielder in 2020 tied for fifth best out of at his position so incredibly great land for Toronto in this deal. Really needed an outfielder and went out and got one to go out and get it with Vladimir Jr. out of third base. It is a huge great land for the Toronto Blue Jays and I think it's great to, for George Springer as well getting out of the sketchy situation that the Astros have been in lately and the change in a great change in environment and honestly a new country in Toronto in Canada will be a great change for an elite player and an elite destination for George Springer. I'm so happy for him and I'm so excited to see what he will do for the Toronto Blue Jays as a whole in the coming seasons. As far as college basketball, Could you ever imagine putting Kentucky and the NCAA tournament not in the same sentence? Well, this year, that might just be a possibility. No team in college basketball has ever started a season 1-6 and and gone on to earn a large ticket to the big dance. That's the daunting trend, though, with the Kentucky. It's actively trying to buck after their sluggish start to the season, trying to crawl away with their minute... 4-8 4-8 overall record. The, Wildcat, the Wildcats NCAA tournament prospects are dimming by the day. It's un- unacceptable where we are right now. Unacceptable, said John Calipari on Tuesday in the Zoom call with reporters after his team took its second consecutive loss in SEC play. I'm trying to figure it out everything I can because I'm not happy at all. It is poor shooting, particularly from the beyond the arc. That's the plague for UK's offense. The team ranks 12th in the SEC, which is bare next to last, and 291st among all programs. Yikes. I mentioned to the team today, look, guys, we're playing defense as well as anybody in the country, but we're just not making baskets, Calipari said. I said, why? I looked at Riley Welk, and he said, because our shot selection stinks. It's a key for us. Now you can say, coach, you also miss wide-open shots and free throws. We do, but we have too many tough shots we take, and we shouldn't be We're working on it, he said. We can see, you can see I'm frustrated, Calipari said this weekend, but we are here. We still have our chances, and I'm not giving up on anybody on this team until we try, and we're going to have to try and figure this out because we, there's no way we're not making this NCAA AA tournament. 
So very, very rough situation that I would never have imagined for an elite team like Kentucky to be in after all the national championships and final fours that they've been in over the near past decade. Not seeing them even make the NCAA tournament. Holy smokes. It is just like Coach said that this team's defense is outstanding. And they're still very much elite in that aspect. But especially at the Division One level. But these elite stars got to start knocking down their shots. Or else Kentucky is going to be in a place that they really, really, really don't want to be in. And they haven't been there in a very long time. As far as local sports, the Bees get in the close two-point upset victory over the top three Pac-12 ranked USC Trojans. Let's go, Bees! Getting the win. And guess what? The two starter, two starters, I did not say one, two starters scored in double digits with Jared Lucas and Ethan Thompson's having 13 points apiece. And guess what I freaking said, guys? I said if more than one starter scored in double digits, they would win. And look what I said. They won. Isn't it crazy what I say? And even Ramon Silva added 12 points for Oregon State on 6 of 7 shooting, and he was in double digits. So great all-around ball movement for the Bees and scoring for the Bees that I'm so glad that they are finally starting to turn the wheels in there and getting the puzzle pieces together. Because if they can keep up this ball movement and getting the starters all involved, they will be very good in this Pac-12 play. Heck, they just beat a top three team in the Pac-12 in USC. So if they keep doing this, they are going to be in a good spot in going into the Pac-12 tournament to try and do some damage. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Blake's Take. Hope you all had a good time enjoying the latest sports news today. Some historic accomplishments and some historic trades. And so I hope you all appreciated that. You can catch me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube. And I'll see you all tomorrow. Have a great night.